Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hello, everybody. The jerks are back. Hey there. It, you know, I just want to start by saying a couple things. We're laughing because we were just tearfully in prayer. Deep emotion. Chris is wiping tears from his eyes as we speak. Literally. And I couldn't put a sentence together after that. You, you look at me and you're like, uh, 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 and I'm like, what? And next thing you know, we're laughing. I'm like, that's where we are right now, everybody. Yeah. Hey, before, before we move on, um, I just want to thank you personally. And I know, um, for those of you that are regular listeners and listened last week, uh, that, uh, my, that Keith, that you guys met on the, on the podcast, uh, did pass away. And it's been, um, a couple weeks now. And, uh, I just appreciate everybody's prayer, uh, and, and thoughts for dad and our family and so forth. It was a, it was really, I mean, obviously it's a time of grief and mourning, but there was so much beauty in so many things that we've seen, um, through the whole process and the love of others and God's goodness, you know, even in the midst. And my mom, when he, he passed away, I was in the room, my wife and I, um, my uh, brother and sister and my mom had left cause it was getting late and, um, we called mom right away and she yelled, thank you, Jesus into the phone. And, uh, so that's kind of where we are. And it's been, it's been awesome to honor and memorialize him, um, through the past few weeks. And so I just wanted to say thank you to you, Chris, brother, Chris, and to you listener, uh, for all the thoughts and prayers. And yes, yeah, it was, I, man, it was a great service. The, yeah. the funeral, like to hear, <clears throat> and I know you, I know you'd expressed it on on the podcast, even right, but that was before that was before he passed, right? But to express this thing of the way your parents have always prayed, and then you know to to be going through the 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 line at the viewing. And to hear those same words come out of your mom's mouth, right? As, as, as her and I got to interact and, you know, her just say, Hey, Chris, we've, this is, we've always prayed God's will will be done. And so here we are, you know, with a smile on her face. And then to hear you say that and not just you, a few others, right? Uh, say that at the funeral. And, uh, you just see where, I don't know. It was just cool to see God get the glory mm. at every turn. Uh, funny, you know, even, even hearing the, I guess it was the pastor of the church talk about how, you know, he called your mom, right? And she wound up like encouraging him, you know, oh, yeah. and like, <laughs> you know, so I, yeah, that was, that was cool. And, 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 you know, we rejoice knowing your dad is healed Amen. now, Yeah, you know, he's healed. He's in, he's in God's presence. Yeah. Fully healed of everything, right? Not just. Not just this, but everything, right? Sure, yeah. Right? No more, no more effects of any stroke. No more, like none of that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's in God's presence in a new body, glorified in the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That is. That's cool. That is. 
as you were pr- <coughs> praying as before we got started, you know, you just kept talking about um, our need and it, it resonated because you, I believe you prayed that or, or that was a part of the opener that, that we need Jesus yeah. and we always need Jesus and how needy we are. And, and for, for listener, Chris and I have spent the last, you know, 30 minutes talking about <laughs> everything in our culture and our society that, that we, we are like, that we are not going to talk about today, but it just is, I kind of am thinking and bring both of those pieces together, everything that's going on around us, the weight of the world and the heaviness of things that are going on, um, culturally in our own lives, all that, and our neediness and where we yeah. try to fill that. Yeah. And, and, and I don't know if, if this is headed somewhere, but man, just the, we don't recognize as often as we should, cause we're inundated with everything else that we see and that we hear yeah. of negativity and frustration and all the stuff. And man, sh- Somehow I, I feel like I try to figure that stuff out. I try to fix it, try to control it, try to find ways to make things better instead of just submission to our dependency on God. And, and it's almost like from turning from one direction to another. And it's, it is so, I think it's so hard right now. But I just want to like let's maybe let's talk about some of that like our neediness. Yeah, yeah. I, it's funny. I I used to not be needy for the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we none of us were right, but, right. but 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 then we realize our need, right? We 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 whatever we pray a prayer, we do the, you know we get discipled, you name it, right? We we get convicted. We we have this godly sorrow for who we are and how we break God's heart in our sin. And then we realize how much we need him. And then the idea is we spend the rest of our lives continually needy and continually fulfilled by him. And then, and then we die, right? Like, you know, and then, and then go on right to, to being in his presence. So the, the problem is we forget that we're needy and, you know, I, and I know, I know we've talked about this before because I remember, I remember sharing this once very, very early on. I'm talking episode maybe two or three, but the, the, even, even the name, like God's name, when he revealed himself to Moses, mm. right? He revealed himself as I am that I am. And, you know, it always, I, it, it always struck me as odd of like when, when Jesus quotes it, to to the Pharisees, right? When they say, "Are you greater than our? Are you greater than than our forefathers?" And he said, "Before Abraham was, I am." And it always bugged me, like, like okay, that clearly doesn't fit grammatically. Like, what, why couldn't you just edit it? Like, why highlight the the fact that it that it that it's a sentence out of place? Until I studied what. That what Jehovah, mm-hmm. what that word actually means, and I know you, I know you have too, and but it's this, it's it's a circular sentence. I am that I am 
that I am, that I am. And I think the intention was for the Israelites and God's people to like fill in the blank. I am that I am, that I am that I am. And then until there's a need that needs to be met, I am that I am that I am that I am, whatever meets your need. And we see like so many times, seven times actually in the Old Testament where God filled in that blank for them, right? They, they, they got, they got attacked by snakes in the, in the wilderness. I am that I am that I am. Oh, you have a need. You have a need for healing. Jehovah Rapha. I am your healer. I meet your need. Or, you know, being tempted to turn back. To, to Egypt, right? And, and, and run from, like, run from what they needed to, or, I'm sorry, run from what was attacking them. And so all of a sudden, Jehovah Nisi, I am your banner. I'm the one you run towards. And so on, right? Like, there's yeah. so many, so many times he does that. And then learning Jesus, like Jesus' name. Jesus is, is, like, I don't think they called him Jesus, right? They called him Yeshua, which is a, a, a kind of a, a morphing together of Yehoshua, which is a shortening of Jehovah Shua. He, like Jesus means I am that I am that I am that I am your salvation. Like he's the ultimate need meter of all that we have wrong with us. <laughs> It's all ultimately met by our, our salvation is in Jesus. So fast forward, here we are living prideful lives, living lives where we are, we're meeting all of our needs. Mm. And Jehovah's is like, admit it, admit how much you need me so I can meet your needs. I can meet your need for salvation. I can meet your need for uh, a home. I can meet your need for uh, belonging. I can meet your need for healing. I can I can meet every one of your needs if you'll just admit it. Well, that's why confession is so important. Do you? Th- you and I have both had the opportunity to travel all over the world, and this uh, this isn't a rant on Western Christianity. And at the same way, there's a lot of comfort, right? I think of impoverished places such as Haiti or Jamaica, people that we've worked with that we go there and we recognize or or we come across so many impoverished people that know Jesus and know Jesus in a completely different way. Like what you're saying, like they – God is my provision. He's going to provide me. I don't have food to eat tomorrow or food for my family, but he is good and he's going. And and so even the way that they pray or the things that they ask for prayer from, from us when we're there is, is very, very different. And it really has, I don't know, a a background or a foundation of gratitude. Mm. They recognize that this God of goodness and of kindness and, and who will provide everything that they need will actually do it. Like there's a trust and a faith that's different, not different, not a different faith, but 
there's a depth to it where, like you said, we can provide for ourselves. We can, you know, we can go to the doctor. We can do these things because of where we are and what we've become accustomed to. And so I think about those people sometimes and watching them worship and, and listening to how they talk about God. I am that I am that like I will, he will fulfill all of my needs. And I'm and and they're desperate for they're they're that's the that's the difference they're desperate mm. for it in a way that we are not desperate from a physical perspective. They're um, I I know Psalm I know David in the Psalms quotes it. I was actually just trying to find it. I, I think Jeremiah does as well. But he, he talks about he, there's this phrase that we see a couple times in in both of those books um, of this like I, I'm poor and needy. Mm, yeah. And I I believe that when Jesus was 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 uh in Matthew 5 when he's talking to the crowds in the beatitudes mm-hmm. he says blessed are the poor in spirit. I believe that's what he's talking about. That that same kind of poor and needy. And what that word actually means it's not just this like oh yeah yeah I'm needy. Yeah, I'm I'm poor. Like when it's used in the Old Testament in those in those few instances, it's literally this: I'm on the edge of death. Like if if someone doesn't come and help me right now, like I'm done for. If right now I don't get a meal, if if I don't if I don't get clothing or covering from from a storm, if I right now I, if I don't get help, I'm dead. We yeah, you're right. We do not live like that, right? I have a, I have a very full pantry, and and thank God I do, right? And I I have plenty of clothes, and you know I got a nice house, and I have I have, I, thank God I do, right? But yeah, we it it's 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 made us self reliant. We meet our own needs. Oh, go ahead. No, the the two the two stories that come to mind, and I I'm drawing a blank. The, uh, Abraham's uh, servant Hagar. Yeah, the, like the, mm, the the baby. Yeah, like, yeah. if God doesn't intervene, yeah. that child is going to die. Yeah. If if that that desperation yeah, that, that's it the, the the disciples in the boat yeah when jesus is there and is sleeping like the desperation of this is i mean i i don't even know if we play up what that storm looked like as as big as it might have been like they were fearful they, they of dying they were going to die right yeah and so those are just two that that kind of yeah, come to mind yeah. where if god doesn't intervene in this right moment yeah. their death is before us yeah which Eli- is really- Elijah, Elijah, after he ran, you know, that marathon, right? And, uh, right. He laid down to die. And then what the bur- then ravens come and give him food. Like God provided in the moment. And we don't live our lives that way. Yeah. Our, our lives. Have- and, in- interestingly enough, right. And I'm not trying to take away from your point, but if you'd ask, like we, we go outside of our zone to go to an impoverished country and see that when they come to our country and see the way we live. They see where we're poor. Yes. And it's in a different way. They might look at us and say, man, like, not might. I mean, I've had these conversations where people are like, 
the, the, your, your American lifestyle. Like you, you have, you have, you, you don't live a peaceful life. You don't, you, you, you don't, relationships aren't important. Like you don't, like we may be poor here in, in whatever country you're, you know, you're, we're in here. We may be poor, we may, but we have family and we have friends and, and we have joy in that. And you guys don't. It's, it's amazing, right? Like, are we seeking, are we seeking the way of God? Right. Like, yeah. It, it makes yeah. you like, that's a punch in the mouth, right? Like, it is, is what we've become accustomed to, what we've built around ourselves, the, what we have become is, is that even, I'm not questioning whether people know Jesus. Sure. I'm just saying like, is it a barrier? Yeah. And, and, and I don't know that the answer is like, all right, well, I'm just going to go and get rid of my, you know, yeah. get rid of everything. Right. Because no matter what, like we need to be needy. <laughs> We, right. we need, we need to be needy for the Lord, no matter what, whether we, like Paul said, right? Whether I, I've got it all or whether I'm starving, whether I've got this or that, whether I've, I'm, I'm, I'm rich, whether I'm poor, like I, I need, like I need him. I need him. I've learned to be, to content. be content. Yes. That his, none of those other things mattered. Wherever he was at in life, he was still being about God. And being about what, about yeah. what God called him to. I, I'm I'm grateful that we live in this country, right? Like I'm yeah, I'm, I'm not, not knocking yeah. it, and I know you're not either. <laughs> like I'm 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 grateful for what we have. And we all like to be comfortable. It, yes. not, <laughs> but but it doesn't. And it's funny. I, I I'm I'm uh, I, I'm always afraid. Sometimes you know we read things like you know we what Peter writes about about how. We need to, the, the fellowship we have in the suffering of Jesus. That, that there's this truth. There is a truth. There is a, absolutely a biblical truth of a blessing that comes in suffering. So whether that's, I mean, mostly in, in, in persecution, right? So you have these countries where it's hard to be a Christian. It's not hard to be a Christian in this country. Right. But you have these countries where it is hard to be a Christian. And I'm so afraid. This is a little bit of a tangent. Carry on. I'm so afraid that we are manufacturing persecution. Oh, yeah. And to... To join in or to attempt to join in to this promise. That's a conversation for another time, but I, I, I wrestle with that with what, you know, what's sometimes what really I, is persecution. Yeah. Not, not just that, but sometimes I, I'm, I look at my life and I'm like, man, I, I'm not, I'm not being persecuted in any way. I'm nothing I say is offending people. <laughs> Like, am I living the Christian life I'm called to? That's a, that's a, that's a tough dynamic for me because, because the other side, not the other side, but my other thought with that is, but we're called to love and not that sharing the truth isn't love, but sometimes how we share the truth, you know, share the truth in love. That's a really tough balance of, you know, 
I want to say things that are offensive. And not for offensive sake, right? Right. Like, for the, f- yeah. right, right. For, for the truth sake. and for the, you know, for God. Right. But, yeah, I'm with you. Cause we see tough. both. We see, we see all of it in scripture. We see, you know, Peter and John being persecuted for, for preaching on the steps of the synagogue. And then we see what a, a couple chapters away from that and, and, you know, daily God was adding to, in the Acts, daily God was adding to their midst and the disciples enjoyed great favor throughout the city. Right? Like we see both. Yeah. But there is a, tr- there is a, absolutely a truth that persecution, hardship, suffering, trials, tribulation, not, not consequences of sin, <laughs> but actual, like an actual trial for the name of the Lord and in the name of the Lord brings you into a fellowship with Jesus that you don't get any other way. I don't believe you get it any other way. And I'm not, again, I'm not trying to, you know, hierarchies and I'm not trying to, you know, argue that no, or anything like that, no. but, but it's, I mean, because you wrote it because you're, you're probably more, de- we are probably more dependent because there's nothing, there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. It's not like you're, you're, you're not making friends. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You're not yeah. worried about what other people are thinking about you. Um, I, Daniel in the lion's den, like I am going to choose to do to worship the one true God period. Yeah. Uh, Matthew five eleven. blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and say all kinds of evil things about you falsely on account of me. Rejoice and be glad because your reward is great in heaven. They persecuted the prophets before you the same way. There's, there's something there and of this in, in countries like ours where, like I said, we, we, instead of just admitting that, Hey, maybe, yeah, Maybe we've got a little too much of the world in us. We we find a place to manufacture persecution. I I know we said we weren't going to go here before the episode. But <laughs> I'm thinking the same thing. A, yeah, a year and how many months ago, the entire country was shut down, right? <laughs> and how many how many pastors did we see? Crying persecution. They can't do this to the church. They did, it to, they did it to the church. They did it to Dollar General, right? It wasn't just the church. They did it to Walmart. They did it to the mom and pop up the road and candy shops and this and that. Like we we manufacture persecution in an attempt to feel more right and in an attempt to manufacture that fellowship. I think that's a key point. I think we, as a, as an organized uh, people of faith, maybe comfortable organized mm-hmm. people of faith, the church, is it, is it about being right or mm-hmm. is it about being love? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, cause, wow. If I am love, I am, I'm going to be right. If I'm, if I'm expressing 
Christian following Jesus' love the way he did, self-sacrifice, laying myself down, humility, you know, all those things that define Christian love. Yeah. If I'm doing those things, honoring others before yeah. myself, yeah. Uh, loving my neighbor as myself. If a soldier makes you walk a mile, walk two. Turning the other cheek. Loving even our enemies. Like, man, I I know that, I know that people are going to think that this is some liberal progressive standpoint, but that is what Jesus taught. We're, we're so, we're so, Violence driven, so militants. We're so worried about, we will do whatever it takes for us to, to be, be right, right in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And it's like, Jesus didn't open his mouth for himself. Yeah. Wow. wow. Jesus laid his life down for his people. And, and so, man, the more that I grow and, and learn and understand and the more that We've got to do better at loving. Yeah. If I'm not right, but I've loved well, I mean, if I've done all the things, right, we've stood for, I mean, there are so many verses coming to me and, and I'm not an address guy in scripture, but you've done all these things for me, but yet yeah. you didn't, yeah. didn't know me. Like you're a clanging symbol. If you're not loving people, like I don't understand how we're so worried about as an organization being right as the church being right in a culture when we're just called to love other people we're called to love god and to love others if they don't agree with us that's fine but we don't have to we don't have to as an organization if everybody if everybody that if everybody that is the church would do the things that jesus has called us to this culture would look totally different. Yeah, agreed. It doesn't have to come from power and authority. I mean, again, the example right. of Jesus. This doesn't come from power and authority and politics right. and government, and that is all worldly nonsense. And so our neediness is to continue to stay focused on Jesus Christ, who is, the as, as Colossians tells us, the full yeah. revelation of who God is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And didn't come to earth as a, the first time, right? As a conquering king, came as a, born, as a baby born in a lowly manger, right? He humbled himself, like Philippians says. Oh, man. And, and, and just to kind of go back to where we were going before, otherwise we're just going to keep going on this. But, but really, like, if we, if we remain needy, if we would just remain, if we would just remain recognizing how much we need him and recognizing, and this is something I, I forget, I forget all too often, way too often, how much I've been forgiven. Mm. Yeah. How just, just how much I've wronged God. I, 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 I won't do the whole thing. I won't do it justice. Of course, I don't remember it all, but C.S. Lewis does this. A gr- in, in his book, Mere Christianity, he does a great job of proving that in every, in every bit of wrongdoing that we do on the earth as humans, like if we offend someone, if we 
rob someone, like whatever, right? Anything wrong we can do. The ultimate person that we've wronged is Jesus. That he's, he's the, he's the most, he, he's the one we offend the most in all of our wrongdoing. Even if it was to someone else, even if it was to ourselves, he's the one we offend the most. Not that he's actually offended, but you know what I mean? He's the yeah. one who our offense is, is directed to. Yeah. And if all the, all that I've done, he's forgiven me of all that I've done. What? What right do I have to withhold love, to withhold grace? Yeah. <laughs> Forgiveness to others. Yeah. If we would see the reason that it's an offense to the Lord is that person, whether we want to say I'm looking at you. So whether it's I offend you or you are a part of a group of people and I have offended a group of people, whatever. Yeah. Because you were made in the image, image. and the likeness yeah. of God. Whether Christ yeah. is in you or Christ is not in you. It doesn't change that I'm made it, in his image. Yes. You yeah. created for, by him for him. And so, and, and you're right, man. Like, I think one of the hardest things is to probably view people that way. But also, like you said, I've been forgiven. So I should, for me, I, I went back to the whole impoverished people mm, mm. and gone, man, some of their, some of their ability to love in a deeper way is probably because of their gratitude of, I have been saved. I have been truly saved to mm. be a blessing to others, to live out my life, relying completely on the Lord but not not for not for me, but mm. to to pour myself out to other people. Mm. I just think, I don't know. <laughs> I think we can do better. Yeah, I think we're called to do better. Agreed. And we really have to break it down because we, like we said, because we're inundated with all of this around us. We really have to break it down to the to the very foundation in the simplicity of everyone being made in the image and likeness of God. Yeah. And I am called to love above all things. It's not about me being right. Like God can, God can stand up for himself. My job is to love God with all of me and to love other people. Yeah. I, it's funny. I, I remember this, this journey towards neediness was uh, when I was in, Rehab, right? I was in Christian rehab for sex addicts and in Dry Ridge, Kentucky. Yeehaw. Yeah. And <laughs> welcome to all you Kentucky listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, you know, but reading in Second uh, uh, Corinthians, Paul writes about godly sorrow that leads men to repentance. And I remember reading that in like, like my first week. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. This is godly sorrow. Oh, was I, was I way off? <laughs> but learning that, you know, that this process of repentance that, that brings us to neediness, right? Cause you can't be repented. You, you, you can't be forgiven of something unless you need forgiveness, right? Right. And so it starts off, okay, I've done something wrong. And then, so it starts off in this, 
I, I feel bad that I've done something wrong. And whether, whether you were caught or whether it's the Holy Spirit's conviction, right? That's, that's where it starts. I feel bad that I've done wrong. I feel bad for myself that I've done wrong. And then, and then the next level is I feel bad that I've wronged this other person by my action. I stole from them. I cheated them. I, whatever, right? I cussed, I cussed them out because I had a temper. Fill in whatever blank. I now feel bad that I hurt them. And then the next level is I now recognize that my action hurt God. It offended God. But guess what? That's not even deep enough is what I had to find out. That's not what Paul was talking about, about godly sorrow. The next level is it's not just my action that that offends God and is and is his enemy. It's it's me who I am without him is I mean we're called his enemy. Who I am is offensive to God. My sin nature. I was born into this. That is offensive to God. And that's why I need a savior. It's not for an action or two or because I hurt this person or the other. It's everything I am offends him because I was born with a sin nature. In sin, I was conceived, Psalm 51 says. And no one can bring us there except for godly sorrow. That's why Jesus talked about the heart all the time. Mm, it's not yeah. the behavior. Yeah. It's, it's the yes. heart issue. My heart is against the Lord. Yes. What defiles a man? <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and until we reach that, and, and I, I'd be a fool to say I've, I've reached it. I, I know, I know for a fact I've reached it in certain areas because God's brought me there, but I'd be a fool to think I've reached it forever. Cause I can build up my own, cause that same, that same process, right? Can go the other way too. <laughs> or all of a sudden we're, we make excuses for the way we are. And now only, it's only about our actions. Or ah, I don't really care how I affected that person, but yeah, I do feel bad that it, that I feel bad. Yeah. When you were saying that, you know, the whole, uh, I don't know what the term is. Jesus, others, yourself, joy. What? Acronym? Acronym. I've never heard this. What? I don't know what you're talking about, Kyle. Joy. Yes. You find joy by J, Jesus, okay. others, O, yourself, Y. Oh, I've, n- I've never, I've n- that's never how, that's that. how we, yeah. That's yeah. how we should be thinking. Okay, gotcha, And you gotcha, just gotcha. described it backwards. Yeah. The opposite of joy is your... Yo, y- your <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that was coming. <laughs> you just described yourself... Yes. As I'm, I'm, the first I feel, step. I feel bad. Yeah. I feel bad about someone else. And then I feel bad about Jesus when the actuality, it should be, mm. it, it steals our joy. I don't know. Yeah. I just was kind of, a no, cheesy, no, no, no. I, I, but it, it, going, it, yeah. I was just, I was just this morning having a conversation with CJ and I was reading a tweet 
uh, to him that said, um, uh, father, son bonding. Yeah. Well, we were lots of bonding this morning. Uh, <laughs> sin is expensive. Mm, yeah. And he's like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like it's costly. Yeah. And so everything you just described is costing mm. and is expensive to yourself, yeah. to the one that was offended, to Christ that paid the ultimate price. Um, and yet, praise God for, for the grace. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, and it, and when we, when that's front of mind, it's a, I, don't, well, I was going to say it's easier. I don't know if it's easier, but when that's front of mind, we, 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 we live a little needier. It's where we should be. Yeah. I don't know if it's ever easy to be needy. Right. Because it, 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 I mean, then, then we have the whole conversation. We, you know, we've, we've been at this for 36 minutes. We're not going to start this part of the conversation now. Right. But <laughs> about denying self and, 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 and uh, yeah, yeah. Not, not giving voice to pride. And I mean, yeah, I don't know that it, I don't know that's ever easy to do. No, I don't, but it's, I, don't I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, I don't know. What, I don't know what the word is. I don't know but I, I believe that maturity, maturity in our faith, sanctification is coming when we are thinking, mm. when we are thinking about yeah. Him and are being led by Him and are being filled by, not filled by, but but allowing the Spirit of God that dwells in us to yeah. lead us yeah. to be less of me, more yeah. of Him. Like the more that our minds and our spirits are in that place. And that grows and more of our minute, more of our day, more of our lives is focused in from that perspective. I think that's maturity. I think yeah. that's sanctification. I'm being led by God as opposed to being mm. led by my flesh. And, and that's a, like we've, like we've said, yeah. that's why we have this podcast. Right. Like this is a lifelong <laughs> continual journey on this side of heaven yeah. to, to learn and to grow and to, be to, to remember and to be mindful until the day that we yeah. see his face. And like you said, to start this and then it's, then it's all literally all him. Yeah. Clearly you and I have this figured out. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys can figure <laughs> I, it out. Like I'm, I don't have. even know why you tuned back in. You, you've got everything you need now. <laughs> <laughs> just do what we say to do. It's really yeah. Do what we say. Just don't do what we do. <laughs> uh, we're struggling through this the same. You know, uh, we, we are. Uh, be encouraged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, 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 and the hope and the prayers that you and I and listener and all people of faith are growing and maturing yeah. and and we're all going to slip and fall and we're all going to, but we're continuing to press on. Yeah. As Paul said, you know, press forward, pursue the Lord, and submit. Yeah. And so uh, let's, let's do it again for another week. What do you say? Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Cool. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace.